This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, as you're enjoying your cake and soda, today is Chaf Aleph Adar. Chaf Aleph Adar is the yard state of the Rebbe Ramaylach, the Veli Melech Mlujansk, who uh, I do come from uh, eight generations back. While there are many people celebrating his yard site, it's because he was a very, very special person. In fact, if you open up your sitter, and you come on time to Dav, and you're a little early, he has a special tefillah inside. He speaks about a special tefillah to Hashem, asking Hashem that, please Hashem, let me only see the good in others. Let me not see the negative in others. Let me only see the good in others. And this special tefillah known as the tefillah of the Naim Melach. Where did he get something like that from? This feeling for another Jew, a tremendous feeling for other Jews. And there's an interesting story that happened with him and his brother. His brothers were known as Zisha, and before they were known who they were, they used to travel around together, and people didn't know who they were. And one day, something happened, they were accused of something, and they were both thrown in jail. And those days the jails were all like today's jails. And they were stuck in jail. They get up in the morning in this crowded jail full of other people in the jail. And they're sitting there. And all of a sudden, Revel Melch looks and he sees his brother, Zisha, crying. He says, why are you crying? He says, we can't even dive into Hashem. I thought we were in jail. No one's going to bother us. We can just sit and dive in the whole day. He says, why can't you dive in? He says, look. He points to the middle of the room, and there was a pail in the middle of the room. What's the purpose of that pail? That pail was the bathroom. Can you close the door, please? Thank you. That pail was the bathroom. And you can imagine the room began to stink. So he looks at his brother. His brother's all sad. He says, why are you so sad? He says, look, I can't dobbin. With that small room, you're not allowed to daven. So he turns to his brother and he says, why can't you daven with that small in the room? So he looks at his brother and says, don't you know? That's the halacha. If you have that in the room, you're not allowed to daven. He says, who said? He goes, Hashem says. So he looks at his brother and he says, so I don't understand the problem. You want to daven to Hashem because Hashem said you should daven. Well, now you're not going to daven to Hashem because Hashem said... In the situation you're in, you can't daven. So you're also doing the will of Hashem. What's the problem? His brother heard that. His face lit up in a big smile. He got so excited, he grabbed hold of his brother's hands, and he started dancing. And they're dancing around the pail. The guard outside hears dancing and singing. He says, that's not supposed to be happening. They're supposed to be sad and crying. He runs inside. He says, what's going on? So the other prisoners there didn't know what was going on, and they didn't answer. The guard got very angry. He says, you better tell me what's going on. It's going to be bad for all of you. So I'll tell you the truth. One guy says, I don't know. But they're pointing to this pail, and all of a sudden they got so happy, they started dancing. The guard says, really? They're dancing because of the pail? I'll show them. No one's going to be happy in my prison. He goes, he takes the pail, so I'm taking it out of here. And he walks out with the pail. And now he looks at his brother and says, Oh, now we can daven. And they began to daven. And from there, you see the importance of realizing that if a person is in a situation 
It's not because Hashem put you there to say, hey, let's see how you're going to get out of it. Hashem put you in that situation to use that situation. Very often, we see somebody who needs help. And all of a sudden, we become very prone. If someone needs help, our job is not to tell him, oh, you should dive into Hashem more. Oh, you should uh, check yourself, see why Hashem is doing that to you. Rav Elimelech taught us that we should feel someone else's pain. We should always look to help somebody else. And therefore, if someone needs help, your job is to go and see what you can do for that person. It's well known that the Beis Levi would often say, every Mida, there's no such thing as a good Mida or a bad Mida. A Mida is a Mida. It's a character trait. You can use it for good. You can use it for bad. Just like fire. Is fire good? Depends what you're using it for. If you're roasting a marshmallow, it's wonderful. If it's burning down someone's house, it's terrible. <laughs> Same thing with Amida. A person can get angry for good or angry for bad. A person can be generous for good. You can get stuck into bad causes. So somebody asked the Briskarov, and the Beis he said, how could you use the Amida of Apikursis for good? How could you use the Amida of not believing in Hashem for good? If everything can be used for good or for bad, how could you use the Amida of not believing in Hashem for good? And he answered him, he says, when someone comes knocking on your door, and says, Rabbi, I need some money, I need some tzedakah, become an apicarist. Don't tell him, oh, it's okay, Hashem will help. No, no, no. You stick your hand in your pocket and you give the person money. You don't say, when it comes to help someone else, you don't say, oh, Hashem will help, Hashem will help. When you've got a problem, then you say, oh, Hashem will help, Hashem will help. When someone else has a problem, you say, how can I help you? And that's the lesson we learn from the Rebbe Ramaylev, from Eli Malaf, Susa Yoga Aleinu. Have a good day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.